Denver Sports presents the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Mike Evans, presented by Fort Comfort Gutters. Now here's your host with the latest on the burgundy and blue, Mike Evans. Hey everybody, welcome in. Mile High Hockey Podcast, I'm Mike Evans, and this is going to be a fun one because we always love talking about trades, right? Trade talks, trade speculation, trade rumors, all of that, and there's a lot going on right now, not with the Avalanche, but moves that impact, affect, and could affect what the Avalanche do and don't do as we get closer to the trade deadline in early March. So here's here's where we're at. The, the prevailing opinion is, and I subscribe to this belief, that the Avalanche need to upgrade their second-line center, that what they had in Nazem Kadri is so hard to replace, but it's it's the model. It's what we know. It's what we saw worked for the Avalanche when they won their cup. So trying to find that second-line center, it's crucial, in my opinion, if they're going to try to win another Stanley Cup. And what you're looking at right now is a team that their, their, their second-best line is their third line. Ross Colton, um, Logan O'Connor, Miles Wood, the Roaring Twenties, that is their second best line, but it's their third line. So you can't say, let's move Ross Colton up to, or let's move that entire line up to the second line because that's your third line. You got to keep them right where they are. They're too good in their role. But I still believe that in order for the Avalanche to win a Stanley Cup, they have to upgrade their second line, their second line center, and find that center that you can feel good about, that you can plug in between presumably a returning Val Nechuskin and an Arturi Lekin, and it's played himself all the way back into shape. Do that, then to go along with your monster first line, then to go along with your third line, and then even what you like about your fourth line, now you can look at this Avalanche team, I believe, as a team that's ready to go out and win another Stanley Cup. Right now, I don't. So the issue remains that second line center. Because if you don't want to break up the third line and you want to keep them right where they are, that means Ross Colton stays where he's at. So what does that leave you for second line center? It's Ryan Johansson. And I know that was the plan when this all began, but I think we can all agree by now it's not it's not ideal. It, it, it's not what you need if you're trying to win a cup. Uh, Ryan Johansson just isn't capable of giving you what you need at that 2C position. So now let's talk trades and the names that are out there. First of all, the feeling going into all of this was that the center market for trades was rather thin. And already now we're starting to see some of those centers come off the market. Elias Lindholm goes from Calgary to Vancouver. So what do we see? We see Vancouver, a team that's having a better-than-expected season in the West, deciding we're going to go for it. They add Lindholm for what was a pretty steep price for a guy who has underachieved this year compared to other years, is a rental because he's going to be a free agent, and it costs you a lot. So when Lindholm went off the books, I was talking with Drew Spivak, our guy here at the uh, fan, a resident hockey fan, and we were talking about other options for the Avs Other center options. Two names came out. Adam Henrique with Anaheim and Sean Monaghan with Montreal. And the idea with both these guys is good players on bad teams. And if you get them into an environment like the Avs on the second line, playing with the talent that they would play with, 
Maybe they could be really impact, high-impact additions. The issue with Henrique, a little bit older, in his mid-30s, makes a lot of money, makes about $5 million bucks this year. With Sean Monahan, younger, about 29, and a lot less money, making a little over a million for Montreal. But again, in both cases, in both cases with Henrique and Monahan, two players that are on expiring deals will be free agents. You'd be looking at rental players. So Lindholm goals goes in the trade. We started talking, and I the guy I liked was Monahan. Uh, I like the idea of Sean Monahan, uh, younger, productive, and not going to cost you as much. But Monahan goes to Winnipeg. Uh, shortly before we sat down to tape this podcast, uh, Sean Monahan got traded to Winnipeg. So again, what are you looking at? Just like Vancouver, another team in the West having a strong year. Uh, that feeling of, hey, let's go for it. We haven't been in this situation for a while. Let's go for it. And so now you've got Vancouver and Winnipeg both strengthening themselves with centers. And you know that they're in their uh, planning and their strategy sessions, they're looking around. And what do they see when they talk about going and trying to emerge in the West? What is it going to take to get past Colorado? What is it going to take to get past Vegas? But, you know, I think specifically Colorado. And so these teams went out to make moves to try to put themselves on par with or, in their mind, past, be able to beat the Avs. So what do the Avs do? If second-line center remains the key hole to fix or to fill, what do you do now that Lindholm is off the market and now Monaghan is off the market? Uh, that ratchets up the pressure on Adam Henrique. That helps Anaheim if you're looking to get as much as you can out of Adam Henrique. I saw the name Scott Laughlin with Philadelphia. So there's some names out there. Two things come to, to, to mind here. One, if you're the Avalanche, if you're an Avalanche fan, how much do you want them to extend to go out and try to get a second-line center? Now, we saw the asking price for Lindholm was very steep. Even for Monaghan, it was a first-round pick. So are you okay with the idea of automatically having to include a first-round pick? The Avs haven't had many first-round picks. Um they, they, they've had to give them away in other deals. They would like to hold on to their first-round pick for next year. In your mind, how important is it uh, to be willing to let go that first-round pick in a deal? I personally would be willing to give it up, no problem. The uh, way I look at it, when you're in a championship window, you don't worry about, you don't worry about future assets. You don't worry about drafting a player and – the impact that that player might not be able to make for like another three, four years, at that point your window could be closed. I don't think it will be, but it could be. Uh, we've certainly seen championship windows close quicker than that. So when you're in a championship window like this, you do not let draft picks uh, get in the way of making a deal that can give you a chance to win another Stanley Cup. You, you just you can't, you can't try to play it both ways. You can't say, hey – our championship window we think is going to last forever, but in the meantime, we want to continue to cultivate prospects for the future. By the time you get to your future, your present may be closed. So you got something special going on right now. Maximize it. So if it means giving up a first-round pick, I, was, I wouldn't hesitate. And if it means giving up a young player, uh, I wouldn't hesitate. If it means giving up a, a Frederick Olofsson or one of the top prospects in their system, do it. Do it. 
Because the last thing you want to do while you're in a championship window, and I think they did this last year, they they left themselves short going into the playoffs, and I think they knew it. Nathan McKinnon said it at the beginning of this year, I never felt like we had the right team to win it all going into the playoffs last year. You can't have that regret again. You can't. You, you, you just can't, while you're in this championship window, fall short in the playoffs and then get together afterwards and say, geez, you know, if we had only done this, if we had just been a little bit more aggressive, if we had just added that one other piece, maybe it would have been different. You can't have those regrets if you're the avalanche right now. So those are the things to keep in mind as we look at this ever-shrinking uh, center market out there. As the market starts to get thinner and thinner, the asking prices are are probably going to go up more. And that's something to keep in mind with an Adam Henrique. Now, the name that I continue to throw out there, and maybe this is fantasy land, but I keep talking about the idea of Sidney Crosby. And I brought this up earlier in the week on the Mile High Podcast, and it gained a little traction this week, especially with when Nathan McKinnon, who is the captain or is the captain of of one of the teams for the All-Star Weekend, when they did the player draft, who who did he pick right away? He picked Sidney Crosby. Now, you can look at that a couple of different ways. You can look at the fact that these two have a, a friendship, a relationship, because where they're from, from the same town. But maybe, okay, this is where I put my uh, conspiracy hat on, tinfoil cap. You know, how much of this was Nathan McKinnon wanting to get Sid on his team so he'd have a little extra time maybe to recruit Sidney Crosby to the idea of, hey, Sid, you're near the end of your career, but you still got a couple years left, but you're playing for a Pittsburgh team. I know you're Mr. Penguin, but you're playing for a Pittsburgh team that's out of the playoffs right now, is a long shot to make the playoffs, and even if you make the playoffs, probably won't do anything. Pittsburgh's probably starting to think about the idea of breaking this all up with the idea of trying to rebuild, maybe using you as a chip to speed this rebuilding process along. Hey, if your future ultimately is going to end up somewhere else. How about Colorado? I, I've always felt, and I guess it is because of the relationship between um, Sidney Crosby and, and Nathan McKinnon, I always felt that if Sidney Crosby ended up playing somewhere else other than Pittsburgh, I could easily see it being the avalanche. So why not now? Huh? Maybe, maybe this is something that can happen. Uh, I don't know if we have any Pittsburgh Penguin fans watching this, but I know the idea is blasphemy. How dare you suggest the idea that Sidney Crosby plays anywhere else? But, hey, in, in today's world of sports, it is very, very rare to have the, the athlete who just spends his entire career in one place. Ray Bork was going to be an, a Bruin forever until he wasn't and came to Colorado and won a championship. Peyton Manning was going to be a Colt forever until he wasn't, and he came to Denver and won a championship. Let's uh, make Sidney Crosby the hat trick. What do you say? And he'll always be a Penguin and all that kind of stuff, and we'll don't worry, Penguin fan. You're not going to lose your grip on Sidney Crosby and all that. Although, you know, if he can come here and win a cup or two, maybe that'll change things. Maybe he'll want to live out here and uh, be all Denver, much like Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning uh, sure has moved on from his Indianapolis roots, hasn't he? He's become Mr. Colorado. Hey, sorry, Indy, but he's ours now. Maybe we can say the same thing about Sidney Crosby. Anyway, it's fun to watch. It's always fun to speculate, but 
uh, just below the layer of that fun of talking about trades is the idea that this is important for the Avs. And if they're going to win a Stanley Cup and really put themselves in a position to feel confident about going after another Cup, I believe they have to address that second-line center. And we've already seen that other teams feel that strengthening that center position is important because the first couple of deals, big deals that have got done here this week, both involving centers, Lindholm and Monaghan. And you know what ends up happening. Once you start to have a run on a certain position, it tends to go pretty quick. So what's that next domino to fall? And will the avalanche be there when it falls? Maybe to be the team that topples it over. We shall see. It should be a fascinating time. But enjoy your All-Star weekend as uh, we watch the Avalanche on display using and matching their skills against uh, all the other top players in the world. Should be a terrific showcase for hockey. In the meantime, we'll see you again next week here on the Mile High Hockey Podcast.